Welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. It's all about interviewing everyday, ordinary Christians who have strong roots of faith and then applying it to our own lives. Whether you are seeking, whether you're new to faith, or maybe you've been following Jesus for a really long time, come grow Strong Roots with us. Hey, Strong Roots Podcast. I'm here with Jenny, and we are in our life hack season. And today we're talking all about prayer. Because mm-hmm. as Christians, that is a life hack that we need to really know. Mm-hmm. So I am so excited because, Jenny, if I need someone to pray for me, for Strong Roots, I usually text her to be mm-hmm. like, hey, will you be praying for the podcast today? She is the person I always turn to. So I'm so excited that you're Thank here today. You. Yes. Thank you. So right off the bat, Jenny, what are your best tips and tricks for having a vibrant prayer life? Well, first of all, let's uh, go back to 1975. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I was a junior in high school, so I'm dating myself here. But uh, we had to do a term paper, and it was on nursing homes. Yeah. And cause my sister worked in one, and back then they were not really good places to yeah. be. And so I did that on, on in 1975, forward 11 years to 1986. My dad had a stroke uh, in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And in the middle of the year, we got a call, and they called the family in. Um, he had a massive brain bleed, and they they needed to make some decisions. Well, prior to that, my mom had already set it up that, and this was on a Saturday. So before I went up, I prayed. Yeah. Because she had already set it up that Monday he was going to be put in a nursing home. Wow. And so before I left the house, I prayed, okay, God. And I didn't know him. I just said, if you're there, Mm. take my daddy tonight. Mm. And so I left for the hospital. And on May 17th, 1986, at 8.30, he died. Wow. But God didn't reveal all this pattern to me till I, you know, you asked me to do this. And so forward 11 more years later, yeah. I gave my life to the Lord. Yeah. And so it, it was just an awesome pattern that he showed me. I was talking to you back then. You just didn't know it. Oh. And so um, that into my prayer life then... Um, I just realized that it, it, it is my prayer life. It's my experience, and that's what I can share today. I can't give you a formula or whatever. Yeah. It's my experience that I can share with you that he has walked me through. Um, what you put into it, you're going to get out of it. What you reap, you sow. You know, that's God's word, and it does not come back void. Right. So what you put into your prayer life, it's your experience, your conversation. That's what you're going to get out of it. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, what I do, what I think about prayer is surrender, obedience, and journaling. Hmm. Surrendering. Surrendering brought on a whole new meaning to me is that you surrender your thoughts, right? your opinions, mm-hmm. your judgments, and your heart. Because if you go in with, this is what I want you to do, no, you've got to lay all that down and surrender it, give it to him, and then you have a clean slate to work with. Don't you feel like if you don't surrender, you can't hear anything or see anything? There is anything. a block. Yes. There is a block. Because if your sin is in the way or whatever, your opinions, mm-hmm. you know, your your thoughts on how it should go, if all that's in the way, you're not going to hear what he wants you to hear. Oh, yeah. You know, and obedience. Yeah. Be obedient. When he lays something on your heart, um, 
Pray about it. Mm. But don't go into it thinking you're going to fix it. He's not asking you to fix it. Right. He's not asking you to um, that you're going to know the outcome of it. Right. He's just asking you to pray when I ask you to pray. And I pray about people I don't even know. Really? But people, they, they're put on my heart. He yeah. puts them on my heart, and I pray for them. I'm never going to know the outcome, right. but it doesn't matter. He asked me to pray about this, and I'm going to pray about it. So, yeah, um, I had a girlfriend well, in high school, and I saw her on Facebook, and she put something on about having a, a hard day, you know, that yeah. prayers. You know, I don't know her spiritual life, but I prayed for her that day. And I just prayed for her because I knew her from school. Yeah. Months later, she put on that, on that day, she was going in for a biopsy because there was a, she had a tumor in her, or a lump in her breast. Yeah. And she was terrified. And months later, she texted me or messaged me and said, when you said you were going to pray for me, I went into that with, with more confidence wow. and more um, peace than I did before. See, so you don't you don't realize what prayer is to people. Oh yeah. You know, I just said, okay, I'll pray for you, you know, and I did, but then you have no idea. And thank you know, God showed me that that was the result. Your obedience. Yes. To pray for her. Oh you know, God God is amazing. And then journaling is my I've been journaling since probably the nineteen nineties, if not sooner. And it's just a reminder of his faithfulness. You go back when you're down or when you think your prayers aren't mattering, go back into that journal. Oh my gosh, look how he answered that one and that one and that one. Wow. It's just it's just a written thing of his faithfulness. Is there a certain way you journal? No. Um, whatever he lays on my heart. If I have heavy burdens, I will journal those yeah. and then go back to them. I always say, I, and all, my daughter's going to get all these, and she, I've already warned her, you know, you were a little brat that day, and I put it in that journal, so you're going to know what I was feeling when you were doing this. Right. So she just laughs, and you know, but yeah, oh, it's good. Oh, that's awesome. So you kind of touched on it, but how has the, the spiritual discipline of prayer impacted your life? Well... More so this year. It's just been like a turning point. My word for the year was invest. Ooh. Well, and I thought, oh, well, that is just the stupidest thing, but I'll go with it. Yeah. I'll just go with it. But like in February, he showed me, I want you to invest in people. Mm. And so by investing in people in prayer, mostly, yeah. but kindness, you know, general things, but prayer, um, it blesses me yeah. as much as it blesses them. I, even if I don't know the outcome, I don't need to know the outcome. I just need to know, okay, God, you asked me to pray for, pray for this person, I will do that. And it, it's just a constant, and it's a privilege. It is a privilege to pray for people. Right. Because they're trusting you with the things that mean the most to them, oh, into yeah. their heart. And, and if they're struggling, they really want to know somebody's in their corner. Oh, yeah. So it is, I don't take it lightly. And... Being in prayer with God has brought such clarity to opportunities Ooh. that he's put in my path that I have missed over the years. Yeah. I know I have and felt bad about, but he's brought clarity for me to see what he's put in my path. And I'm a little more compassionate oh, about people right? because of their struggles. And 
I may not see it, you know, as big as they do, but they're, it's big to them. Right. So it should be big to me in prayer. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And don't you feel like you get a glimpse of heaven when you partner with God in this way? I'll tell you, it's only happened a couple of times, but when I pray and it's God's will, yeah. you know how it is when two magnets are yeah. snapped? That's just, it just clicks. And it doesn't happen very often, but mm -hmm. when it does, it's you're empowered and you're saying, okay, God, yeah. I'm in your will for this or this person or whatever, and it it's amazing. Oh, that's perfect analogy. That is the perfect <laughs> analogy. <laughs> you just want more of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jenny, how do you pray? There might be people listening who are like, I talk to people all the time. They're okay kind of talking to God in their head, but don't you ask them to pray out loud. So like, how do you actually pray? That is difficult. That's difficult to ask people to pray out loud. <laughs> right? <laughs> when I started, um, when I got saved, my yeah. kids were in junior high and high school, and another mom and I met, I think it was once a month, but I can't remember, but there was a group called Moms in Touch. Okay. And they had four principles. And the first one, when you pray, you pray his attributes. Know the names of God. Mm. El Shaddai, Adonai, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. I learned the names of God throughout the Bible. You can yeah. read them and you can, they tell you what they are. So you just praise his attribute. One attribute, but you know, I mean, this isn't strict, yeah. you know, but yeah. this is what I, how I learned. Yeah. And then confession, big one. Mm. Because confession opens up that straight line between you and the Father. Right. Because if there's sin in there, it's going to be oh, blocked. Yeah. It is. Mm -hmm. So when I do my confession, it is specifically naming the sin. Oh, yeah. And, you know, who wants to do that? <laughs> right. But I do it. Yes. And Psalm 51 is a big, I pray it, create in me a clean heart, O oh God, you know, wash the iniquity from me, cleanse me from the unrighteousness, yeah. and then I name the sins, my um, independent spirit yeah. or my unright, my, my self-righteousness, you yeah. know, sometimes we, I, but then you move on. How important is it, I think you touched on it, but I just want to reiterate, to be specific. Because sometimes just to be like, please forgive all my sins. No. Like, why is it so important? Because you take ownership of the sin. Yep. And you are accountable for it. Yes. And God sees that. He sees your desire to be clean in front of him. Yes. And I tell him, God, it's only going to last for a second, I know, but... Just for a second, let me be sin-free. Yes. <laughs> because then something else is going to happen, and I'm going to do this all over again tomorrow. Right. But it just holds you accountable. Right. And it, it just makes it so much better. And then you move in. I move into Thanksgiving. Thank you, God. Mm. Thank you for our house. Thank you for our children, our grandchildren. Thank you for providing. Just thank you for whatever is on your heart. Yeah. And then you move into the intercession. Yep. And... um that you just share all your concerns, you share your heart, and you know that he hears. Yep. He, he's there. And then I worship. Ooh. How I do you worship? I Ed's still in bed. So I put my uh, iPods in, and I just go to praise music. Like this morning, it was C.C. Winans' um, Believe For It. Oh, I love Or Gratitude it. by um, Brandon yeah. Lake. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just um, you know, things that... Make it full. Yeah. That's that's what I've learned. That's my experience. Yeah. 
but just keep talking because your experience will grow and you'll get better at it. What would be something quick that you would say to someone who needs encouragement in praying? He, he hears. Yeah. He hears every word. He sees every tear, mm-hmm. every struggle, even when you don't have the words. Yeah. The Bible said the Holy Spirit will intercede for yes. you. That's mm-hmm. in Romans. So it doesn't have to be lengthy. It doesn't have to be perfect. You, you communicate with your friend. Right. And you share your heart with your friends. Share it with the Lord. He hears. Yes. And he will answer. Absolutely. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> and so I hear you have some questions for me. I do. Um, so this is something that I always struggled with was introducing prayer to a new believer. Okay. How would you do that? You hit it just with your encouragement. <laughs> but I think something... Something someone told me that really stuck with me is if you 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 can't pray good, pray bad. And I always tell people, you don't have to be afraid. It, like it's a conversation. And if there's no right or wrong right. way. And so I just the what you said, those three, I do a similar thing with my kids. And I figure mm. I just say, what are you grateful for? What do you want to ask God for? And what do you want to apologize to God for? And like just those three simple, if you could just do those three things. Very good. Every day and imperfectly. But be specific. Mm-hmm. Because even with the things you ask for, like I think you could run through those three things or you could talk to God and it could be fruitless. We could just, we could talk, but it's a relationship. We could talk with each other and it could, we could walk away and be like, what did we really even talk about? Right. Right? Right. But intentional conversations, yes. oh, they, they change your life. But how much more so do intentional conversations with our Heavenly Father mm-hmm. change us and change the trajectory of our day? Exactly. But yeah, so that, some, keep it simple. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and nothing is too small for him. He's into detail. Yes. He is, and he cares about the little things. Oh, yeah. The littlest things amazes me that he, it's like, God, that was you. Yes. You know? And isn't there a verse in the Bible where there's a man who was, like, doing a really flowery prayer, like... Oh, yeah. And then Jesus was like, don't pray like him. Exactly. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Can you see the look on that guy's face if Jesus said to him, don't pray like that? It's like, so are you kidding me? Those were the best words I could come up with. Right. God doesn't want that. No. He wants your heart and Amen. your honesty. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So do you have another question? One more would be... When you pray and God does not answer, yeah. do you assume it's a no? When I, when I pray and God doesn't answer, you know, that's a wrestling thing. And I think every mm-hmm. Christian wrestles with that. When God says no, like when he doesn't answer, I either feel like, well, I actually don't feel, I know he's either saying not now. Okay. Yep. Or he's saying, I had, no, I have something better. You know what I mean? Like, if he says no, he's saying, wait and see, because you don't want that. And who, <laughs> I want you to experience patience. Who wants to experience that? Yes. But oh, yeah. it is key. Because when he has said no to me, oh my goodness, the, what he has given me instead. I asked not to, I've asked a lot of things that you would look back and be like, I asked, 
Not that I didn't, I didn't want to come here. I didn't want to be a pastor's wife. I was so afraid. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, don't, don't, no, 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 no. Maybe mm-hmm. 10 years. So I, I'm not ready. You know? Yes. Um, I, oh my goodness. I, there are boys that I prayed that I would marry that, mm-hmm. that God was like, nope. And I was like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Like, <laughs> but don't you look back too and like, oh my goodness, um, I'm so glad he didn't answer that prayer. When my youngest daughter was eight years old, I started praying for her spouse. Yes. God, this is what I want. I want the fenced in backyard, but I want him to be all this, you know? Yes. It was not the man she married that I thought I was praying for. He is the best father to his children. He is the best husband to his wife. Yes. And he is a provider. I mean, it's not my mental picture, but it is the best for her. And he's the best dad. God is the best dad. And he... Yes. We're his children, and he he hears. You said he hears us. Yes, he is answering. It just not might it might not be the way that we want. That's it to. why you lay down all your perceptions. You lay it all down and let him do the work. Yes, as you communicate with him. And even when it comes to healing or sickness, I feel like a lot of we a lot of requests are praying for. Yes, and I feel like something that someone shared with me that's always stuck. Like God is healer, yes. whether you see it or not, and He will either heal on this earth mm-hmm. or he, they will be healed in heaven. Exactly. You know, and it's yes. like he, but he is healer no yeah. matter what. That's right. And I just, he and he hears those prayers too. Yes. 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 Yeah. He hears the prayers of the unsaved. Yes. Back in 1975, he answered my prayer and I didn't know him. Not until 22 years later. And isn't it the sweetest <laughs> looking back when we weren't, we weren't his, we weren't saved in like, and we were both, he knew. He's an omnipresent, but like when we hadn't chosen to follow him, he still heard and answered prayers. Exactly. It, 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 and he didn't point that out till I was getting ready for this. It's like, oh my gosh, you were there. Yeah. You heard. You saw. It was, it was amazing. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh, yes. And thank you, everyone who is tuning in today. If I could leave you with a challenge, it would be pray. He yes. hears your prayers. Yes. Whatever you're at, whatever you are doing, we just want you to know that you don't have to pray good. <laughs> he doesn't right. care. He just wants a relationship with you. And if you are looking to maybe be more consistent or add something, do journaling like Jenny talked about. So you can look back and see his faithfulness. Mm-hmm. And don't forget that component of confession because oh, I wish someone would have told me early on that that is such a block when yes. I'm talking to God. And mm-hmm. so be specific, confess anything that you need to confess to him, but continue to go to him every day. Thank you guys for joining us, and I cannot wait to see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Strong Roots Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure to check us out on all our other social media platforms. And I want to let you know that I am personally praying that your roots stay strong.